0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Who Are You and What Do You Do? It's been a little while, but I'm still your host, Chris Golian, and today I'm joined by Paul Magavec, the new street superintendent, let me get that right, here for the city of Brunswick. Paul, how are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. You know, this, it's, it's kind of funny because you know, we'll get into it during the show here, but obviously, you know, we've sat and chit-chatted before as you worked for Brunswick Hills Township before, so we cover those meetings, more specifically me, and so it's fun to have you in, uh, you know, for this series because in this series, I've only interviewed, you know, City of Brunswick employees, so I didn't have a chance to interview you then, so good to have you in here now. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, so we'll we'll start here. Street superintendent. What what does that really mean? What falls under your responsibilities as a street superintendent?
1: So that's everything from the drainage. You might have a ditch out in front of your house. Uh, We have to make sure that they're ditched and the water's flowing properly to the street signs, your normal stop sign, speed limit signs, yield signs to the traffic lights. Uh, Everything then from plowing the streets during the winter, trying to keep them uh, clear to let the children go to school. I know they're always upset when they have a snow day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just that that missed opportunity, I'm sure. That's right. Uh, To a little of everything, Uh, the day-to-day repairing uh, the concrete and asphalt roads, catch basins, so a little of everything. And we also take care of the cemeteries here in the city. Um, we have to take care of them, get them mowed and cleaned.
0: Huh, interesting. So a lot of things that fall under, you know, your responsibilities and all important things. Things that necessarily, as a resident has or somebody who's passing by through town, you don't think about until. You know, for whatever reason, that stop sign is down, and then, so people aren't stopping, and then that creates different issues. Or, you know, there is a serious rainstorm, and you know a lot of the drainage is plugged up, and there's a bunch of standing water in places.
1: Yep, those are our busy times, uh, and plowing, same thing. Try to get out there as fast as we can, and keep it safe for the general public. And so, just a little bit to that
0: between. Uh, the, the concrete and asphalt repair and then some of the plowing. You know, what is some of the strategy behind that? I always like to, to hear that answer because I think it's something that uh, not a lot of people necessarily not that they don't understand, but they don't always ask that question and you know, you're usually concerned with you know whatever is in front of you, but there's there's quite a bit of you know those drains and that concrete and that asphalt and that snow for you to move repair or what have you.
1: Yeah, normally what we do is we'll concentrate first on the main arteries, uh, obviously 303, 42, Grafton, uh, making sure that they're clear as best as we can get them. Uh, That's where the majority of the traffic is. And then we work on the secondary roads, which would also be the curves and hills. We'll address to make sure that it's safe for the general public. And then going in through the subdivisions. So uh, with the amount of guys that we have on our crew, it could take us sometimes up to 12 hours to finish the route after the storm. So we ask people to be patient, and we're trying to do our best. We split our crew in half during the wintertime, so we run a night shift and day shift. So we're taking our 13-man roster at our garage and we're actually going to have six to seven people during the daytime and during the nighttime to take care of 350 miles of road.
0: Yeah, I mean, that just seems to be trying to best strategize to, on how to attack those issues and things like that. So uh, that that makes sense. I that's not something that I even knew, um, you know, that they, you guys separate the crew that way. But always something that, that gets brought up. Yeah. What kind of background do you have, any sort of training, education that that you've received to, you know, be able to do this, this type of work?
1: Uh, Well, I have a little over 30 years of experience, about 30 and a half years experience doing this. I started off at Hinkley Township with 23 years there. I left Hinkley to go to Brunswick Hills Township for seven and a half years. Um and it's a lot of it was learning on the way. Um how to do how to repair, you know, the roads, uh install culverts, uh to actually the proper way of ha- hanging a speed limit sign or a stop sign. So it's Learn as you go, yeah, so it's a
0: lot of experience rather not not so much of the not that there isn't any reading and research that goes into it, but it's a lot more of doing is what it really seems like.
1: It is, it is, and it's a great having the amount of people around you. You know, one person might be a little better in doing this than the next person, so you get to learn from them, and eventually you'll find different ways how to get the job done. Uh, everyone's going to do a job a little different. Uh, but you just got to figure out the best way, and again, that's experience with with the job,
0: yeah, and especially with you know depending on different climates and you know how the weather is unpredictable. I've joked with uh, Paul Barnett about this, but you know you're probably the best guy to talk to during about any weather especially during those snowy months but probably even during the summer here or spring when it's a little bit more rainy you probably have the most accurate weather information out there because you know it's obviously has a lot to do with with what you have to do so the weather affects that in a big way so you've got to be especially in tune to that
1: yeah we try our best to do that uh we use different multiple uh Radio stations or TV stations will watch, or if you're just going on your phone, uh, you kind of just have to get an average. So if you look at two of them or three of them and say, "Okay, we got probably about a seventy percent chance," because uh, one company's saying on ninety percent, the other one saying sixty percent, so uh, it, we don't have it down to a science, but we do keep a close eye, uh, hour by hour, trying to stay ahead of the storm before it hits. Uh, so a lot of guys know if they start seeing snow, uh, to be ready to come out and plow.
0: Yeah. So don't call the, the streets department asking for weather reports, but I'm just <laughs> saying that they probably have the best information. Now you talked about working for uh, Brunswick Hills and Hinckley. Obviously, now you're with the city of Brunswick. You know what has been the difference between all those things? Uh, you know because you're dealing with townships versus a city, and you know d- does it really change your responsibilities that much?
1: Or yes and no. I mean that's a two part question. Uh, to maintain the roads, it's all the same, um, whether you're in a township or in a city. A uh, w- couple differences is though with the township. We are only allowed to do what the Ohio Revised Code tells us what we can do. Uh, If it's not in there, we can't do it. Uh, So it's a little more harder to get some work done and passed than it is a city. A city can make ordinances. Then they're kind of governed a little different under the Ohio Revised Code. So that's the biggest changes between the township and the city. And obviously the amount of people and the amount of roads Came from Hinkley at the time. There was probably right around nine to ten thousand. Went to Brunswick Kills where they had approximately eleven thousand to twelve thousand people. Now coming to the city here with thirty to forty thousand uh, range of people. So uh, it's it's been a challenge uh, coming here, learning the new rules, uh, but still it's all the same work though. Yeah, and I'm sure that that
0: that certainly helps. Um, so what is a typical day? for you, look like and entail. Obviously, some of that is seasonal. That changes with the season. But you know, overall, what what are your responsibilities, you know, on, on your, is this any given, you know, day that we're recording this?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. And you're absolutely right. The seasons do make the difference. So in the summertime, we're more in the repair and maintenance of the streets, uh, whether it's ditching. Uh, slab jacking where we actually go out to the concrete streets and raise pads to level them out uh, to the dirt patch machine that fills in any potholes that might be out there uh, so during the summertime it's all about the maintenance of the streets uh, crack sealing uh, making sure that the cracks are filled because if you get water in there with the freeze and thaw during the winter time, that's where our pavement is really hurting so we go out and also take care of the crack sealing Uh, And then, of course, you know, come springtime, you're putting all snow plow equipment on, waiting for the snow to come out. Uh, That's where we try to do a little more of the indoor stuff or projects to keep the guys out of the weather uh, if possible. Uh, But at the same time, they know when the weather hits, they're out there, you know, 12 hours, could be 12 hours a day, uh, salting and plowing. And then the springtime, you know, wintertime, obviously, you're worrying about that. And during the springtime, then, you're getting ready for uh, the summer, really, taking off the snowplow equipment. We have a branch pickup program that we do uh, for the city. I think that's great for the residents. Uh, So we do that, as well as during the fall time. Now I'm thinking about it, there's uh, the leaf pickup. So,
0: yeah. And, and those are, are things that we usually, you know, help promote here. So I'm usually pretty in tune with when the leaf collection and when, uh, you know, branch chipping and everything is done. So we'll kind of backtrack again here, Paul, and just, just as, as something I have on my list of questions to ask you, you know, obviously you said you spent uh, over 30 years. So what, what got you interested in doing this kind of work?
1: Oh, great question. You know, for me, it's helping the residents. Um, whether I can help a resident uh, actually to do the work uh, for them or just helping them to go the right direction of getting the job done. Uh, We're allowed to work within what we call the right-of-way, which is approximately 30 feet from the center of the road out towards your house, uh, which in that area is usually the water lines, sewer lines, stormwater lines, as well as underground utilities. Uh, We're allowed to do what we can. In there, uh, sometimes a resident will talk and ask about a sinkhole that they have in their backyard, uh, and I would go out visit it and then help, hopefully, advise them what I would do to help correct the situation. Um, so it's all about helping the residents out. It gives me joy and. And then when we're done with the job, seeing it after it's done, you know, I want to do a job like I would at my own house, so I want it to make it look good. So the crew do a great job. So it's a satisfaction of seeing the job that's done also as well that drew me to this position. You can
0: tell just by your answer, I mean, how genuine you are about that, and that's great. And that's great for... The people of this city because you're you're taking that personal ownership of each and everything that you're a part of well thank you it's you know not just not just something to do but it it matters to you yeah and that certainly goes a long way so, obviously, with all that experience and, you know, your sort of personal mantra there, I guess, uh, you know, what is something that you've been a part of, you know, a particular project or uh, something that you've been able to achieve uh, thus far in your career that you've either enjoyed the most or that you're the most proud of?
1: Uh, I'd have to go back when I was with Hinckley Township. Uh, we were able to save money throughout the years uh, and eventually uh, build a new service garage building. Um, which was probably about a three-year project in the making from engineering to the actual building time. So it was great for me, number one, to save the money and and pay for it in cash uh, that we didn't have to worry about any type of loan out there, uh, as well as asking for extra levy money. Uh, And then once it's being constructed, going through the construction part was fun. Uh, You know, just watching the building and the trades, being done to that finished product now to say wow we went from this small garage to a beautiful facility Uh, so it was great uh, personally for me to see the complete uh, package so
0: yeah from start to finish that's that is pretty cool. Well, I know it's been a little while, but you know, your return to the, the government access world um, you know, went well. I thought this was a great interview, and it was really nice to sit down and chat with you. Um, uh, anything else that you want to leave,
1: leave anybody with? Um, nothing that I could think of, just to uh, have a great day. And enjoy the weather that's out there that we're having. So, thank you for having me. Absolutely, thanks. For, thanks again for uh, you know
0: sitting down and having this conversation. Uh, until next time, see you everybody. <laughs>